For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Take the Black Live, the only show on the internet where we talk about things like, you know, sci-fi, fantasy, Game of Thrones, Westworld, all that good stuff. We are, once again, second week in a row, coming at you um, with the coronavirus special. Obviously, this uh, is, uh, you know, having a effect on people. Social distancing, stay indoors, supporting yourself. We are not in the office, but we are in our homes and we are dedicated to giving you the latest and greatest information analysis you could possibly get, because you deserve it. Mia, how are you doing on week two of being shut up in your home? Ooh, it is a, I wouldn't say it's a lot, a lot, you know, as an introvert, as a homebody, it's okay. Right. But at the same time, it's like just being like in one spot for like a week and getting out here and there. It, it's still a lot. I'm like, oh my goodness, how long am I going to go through this? Honest to God, like, I don't even mind it yet. I, I, I feel like... Well, that yeah, you just started out, though, so you're still in, like, the, eh, this is fine zone. I'm kind of like, oh, man. It's <laughs> been <laughs> two weeks. Oh, uh, and, and Julie, thank you. I uh, You're right. I, I, I was sick uh, last two weeks. I thought it might be coronavirus, so I, I fully went to doctors and um, just to ask them about it. They said it wasn't. Although I didn't get past it, I don't know. But I'm feeling better. So if I had it, I'm over it. And if I didn't, I'm over whatever I had. So, hooray. Clean bill of health. Exactly. And welcome everybody to watching. Hey, Louise. Strange times to you, too. Yes, I know it's very well. Hey, Bill. Hey, Julie. Hey, everyone else watching. Let's get to it because the coronavirus is not just affecting us. It is affecting the entertainment industry in a huge way. And yeah. I thought we could uh, chat about it. First of all, with some uh, some Game of Thrones lead in, Mia Tormund Giant Spain has the coronavirus. I'm so, so sad. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, he looks like he's in good spirits, though. So he does, yeah. I mean, it, it's this whole thing where people are trying to get it. You know, Idris Elba, Tom Hanks, um, yeah, Kevin uh, Durant, Christopher Hitchboo, Kevin Durant, right, the music producer. Um, we're all like posting these. Oh, uh, Andrew Watt, music producer, got it. We're all like posting these things. We're like, I have it. I'm okay. Like, and people that will probably be okay. They have good health care. Yeah. I mean, I'm a little worried for Tom Hanks. Don't get me wrong. Um, well, they released him from the hospital, so him and his, oh, they're they you know they're at home now. Yes. Oh, good. Okay, good. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> I mean, obviously, we're going to hear about this kind of yeah. thing going into the future. Also, we heard just today that um, Indira Varma, another Game of Thrones alum, 
has it. Uh, remember Alaria uh, Sand from the later season? She was the oh Dornish woman who yeah. killed her uh, her leader and ended up getting um, poisoned by Cersei in that great dungeon scene in season seven. I love that scene. But yeah, she came down with it. And notably, she is in a production in London, which is now shut down, with Amelia yeah. Clark, um, who is in there. So not, oh. we haven't heard anything from that. But it's possible she has it too. We'll find out in the future. I mean, we're going to get a lot of that, I imagine, as this yeah. thing winds down. It's just, God, it's spooky. It is. It's, it's, so, it's very surreal because we've never seen anything like, at least in my lifetime. I, you know, I don't think anybody's years. It's, yeah, it, it's, you know, extreme lockdown. People are like, who, who can I be around? Where can I go? Disneyland is closed. It's, it's bummers all around. I mean, unless there's someone who was alive during the 1919, I think, Spanish flu epidemic, like, no, like, no one alive yeah. has gone through this. Like, yeah. Maybe there's like a baby then, maybe. But um, other than that, no, this is definitely new territory. It's definitely spooky, it's scary. Obviously, stay safe, wash your hands, maintain your distance, hand sanitize, all that good jazz. Um, and we're just going to try to get you through it with some entertainment yes we have yeah. tom hanks is stuck down there which is fun maybe yeah. that's that. <laughs> you get these silver linings um it's fascinating though what it's doing to the entertainment industry as as a whole because obviously there are these people we like who are getting it and that's going to happen hopefully they'll all be okay they'll get through it i think they probably will they all have good health care they all will like uh, yeah know what to do vaguely but i'm wondering more about like how it's going to affect what we're going to be watching over the next like Solid year because there's yeah. been a lot going on. So basically, movies are canceled for um, the next couple of months. Yeah, some uh, like, question marks. <laughs> lots of and yeah, and, and I'm not sure they've announced like new release dates for a lot of them. Like Mulan's yeah. been moved, No Time to Die, the Ninth Fast and the Furious movie, Black Widow just got moved, and that was going to be in May, which should yeah. tell you Hollywood like isn't terribly optimistic about the. The, uh, the stop time for this whole rigmarole. A quiet yeah, because AM- mm-hmm. I was going to say, yeah, AMC theaters. I know a lot of the cinema chains are like, we're closing down anyway, but I know AMC for sure. We're like, we are closing for six to, could be up to 12 weeks. 12. Um, I think, yeah, up to 12. So it, it, oh, maybe we'll see what I mean. Not. Uh, but for the movies, especially like Black Widow was one of the last ones to be pushed. Right. Uh, I believe that that was yesterday. Like these days, uh, time isn't even oh, yeah. exists for oh, me yeah. anymore. <laughs> uh, but it, it kind of felt like Black Widow was, Disney was cornered because it was like, well, no movie theaters are open. Nobody's coming to the movies. They've already reduced capacity and now closed theaters. So nobody's going to go see this. Uh, so Disney definitely got cornered there for a good reason. I'm like, please, you know, make sure that people actually see this movie. Um, but yeah, it, it, it is just kind of weird to think, okay, are we going to have like a bunch of movies stacked together or you know, what's going to yeah. happen? When can we see them? <laughs> That's what I'm wondering now, because, okay, so we're going to delay. I was going to delay. I think Luis had a good comment here about, um, so that lots of the late premieres until the end of the year, and the 18 months of knock on effect for film and TV. My question is, so all these movies that are being delayed, so are they just going to all get pushed back to like the end of the year, early next year, and they all come together with the things that were going to go then anyway? 
Like, will Black Widow and the Eternals for me are weak out from each other? Or, or, or is it more like all these will be pushed, like, these will be pushed back, like Mulan and Quiet Place Part 2 and Black Widow. And then the movies that would have premiered later in the year are going to push back further. So we'll, yeah. so we'll just, no movies now, and then an eternal cascading stack. Yeah, all the movies later. (laughs) I do know that the only ones I know off the top of my head that have dates that were pushed back was No Time to Die, which is for November. Three, actually. Peter Rabbit, which was only pushed to August. And then Fast 9, which was pushed to April, I believe. We're like basically 11 months. So they're kind of like all over the place at this rate. They're like, yeah, maybe like four months or maybe a year. We don't know. Uh, and so, yeah, I, it's going to be kind of weird to have those staggered out and to also keep in mind, like, what's their other competition? Um, so, and, you know, November movies like Eternals haven't been pushed back yet. So, I, yeah, it's like, who's to tell? It's been pushed back, but, I mean, stuff like that, production shut down. So, yeah. for movies yeah. that are going to come out later, like things like the Batman and Jurassic, the new Jurassic Park thing, Dominion. The Avatar sequels, uh, mm-hmm. Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings, another Marvel movie, Fantastic Beasts 3, which we're all just crossing our fingers to see oh, that one. Please um, come back, Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> all of those are just been stop production. So yeah. I would think they would have to get pushed back because they literally won't, they won't, they won't be ready in time yeah, for they like, won't their be ready in time. release dates. So I guess yeah. the best case scenario is this will pass. Let, let, let's just say that. This is going to pass eventually. Yeah, it will pass. This too shall so pass. So we'll get the movies we would have been watching now later, and the movies mm-hmm. we would have been watching later, even later than that. Yeah. So it'll the, just the, be a... Uh... It's just, yeah, it's all delayed. Um, the move, the, Not the movies, the TV shows, though, are also kind of interesting uh, uh, for the ones. It's like, because it's weird, because there are TV shows that are out right now, you would, you know, never guess anything is wrong or, you know, but... Yes, the, either the later episodes that they haven't filmed yet. I'm not entirely sure how all the productions work for every single show, but it's like, are the ends of seasons going to be delayed? Or like when it comes to like fall summer TV shows, like, are we going to have a summer season or are we going to have a delayed is fall TV going to become winter TV? <laughs> it's like, that affects that's my job. <laughs> what I'm horrified about is the TV. Yeah. Stuff. Right now you're like, like, like Westworld, for example, like, I imagine all those episodes are in the can, pretty much. Maybe there's a few editing things they're doing, but, like, those are done. Yeah. But, like, you know, the 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 less premium shows, like yeah. like a Just, CW drama, like The yeah, Flash some or something. Supernatural, yeah, any of the yeah, Chicago like, like, those film as they go. And huh. I, I think that The Flash and one of the other ones on that show were, were delayed. Like the episodes are not going to air the episodes they have because yeah. they're not going to have enough new stuff to film. So that'll, so that's also happening pretty quick. And there's definitely going to be like, yeah, like a dead weird dead period where we should have been watching TV in the fall or even the spring, but we just won't. Yeah. There's all these shows getting like, just, you know, they're, they're, they're not being made anymore. Stuff yeah, I like, realize uh, I jumped topics. Oh my gosh, we, oh, it's, we've got so much it's, to talk about all today. The coronavirus. <laughs> it's discussion. all yeah. But yeah, we got like The Witcher got put on pause. Stranger Things got put on pause. The Wheel of Time, Lord of the Rings shows got put on pause. Fargo and the Falcon, the Winter Soldier. 
Becca yeah. put on pause. All, so. Wait, all pretty much all the Disney shows, I believe. Uh, so not it was Falcon and the Winter Soldier first, and then Wanda and Loki, and then every single other little Disney Plus show. They're like, and eh, you know that. Which I mean, it's good. It's like on one hand, I'm complaining and like I want the shows to come out of it out, but also this is the thing to keep in mind. It's like it's a safety first approach. You know, you want your oh, your loving celebrities to be healthy. You want the production crew to be healthy. So it's it's you know it's like okay, it's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. <laughs> yeah, like a less folk think me insensitive. Obviously, this is the yeah. right thing to do. Yeah. It's just uh, it's interesting to think about how it might have like a long term effect because sometimes, I mean, if this happens, like the entertainment industry could just be stalled, and sometimes you don't really recover from that. Like if there's a giant slump and people discover, oh, we don't need TV, we'll go, we'll, we'll go rediscover books or something, then like stuff might not come back in some cases. Yeah. Like and really. You like say Julie that. just said, "Yeah." Oh, sorry. She says you'll uh, you'll have lots of time to catch up on all the shows now, Dan, and reading lots of reading and listening. Yes. So I'm going to have to. I, I have a giant list of I'm going to get to. Also, Bill Duck has a comment too. The Rolling Stones that already put they're still touring. The spring summer tours coming to fall dates. Bands bands obviously are getting really really hard hit by this because well, what is a concert except for a bunch of people together listening to you? The market open dates played every band out of the sun looking to make up for lost train income. That said, this fall should be amazing for the mosh pit schedule. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. Okay. Maybe oh, like yeah. fall people will be uh, excited to get back into the mosh pit or something. It's like to really just go hard Perhaps. at it after months of abstinence. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, speaking of kind of mosh pits, um, this is. This is a torture segue, but, but I'm going to go with it. Um, one TV show that isn't suspending things that I just found out about and, and wrote about is WWE. I wanted to bring this up because it, it's kind of an interesting case. So WrestleMania is still going forward like early next month, which is <laughs> like, we're not going to be over this by that time. Yeah. Um, like they're going to have WrestleMania, a giant wrestling event. They're going to hold it like in a closed studio, not where they were going to film it in an auditorium or anything. Going to be, you know, like only select personnel on set, no audience members. And they, I, I think they did a recent wrestling event like that, like SmackDown. And it was just like, mm-hmm. it's very strange watching people like go at it and like throw their bodies at each other. where There's like no sound and no one's watching. But yeah, I bring that up because a lot of these shows are saying, like, we're on a two-week break. Like, Stranger Things is like, two-week break. And it's like, okay, there's no way we're in the clear in two weeks. Like, my question there is, what happens in two weeks? Like, are, are, are you going back and thinking about restarting in, like, a reduced capacity? Because I assume that you would just, that they were just kind of saying two weeks. And it's not just, it, it, it's, it, it, it's, like, lots of shows are saying mm-hmm. that. Like, yeah. You just come back and then like, no, we're going to, we're going to go another two weeks or might you do a WrestleMania and just like try to do a really closed set. You know, it's reminding me, I I feel like the late night shows are really big case study of this because of, uh, John Oliver. 
Yeah, John, I'll, oh, I, I need to watch his latest one. It's weird. It was um, like, like a white room with no laugh track. Yeah, I saw the, the, the thumbnail. Like, oh, okay. But uh, it, yeah, so what happened was, and it, this all happened so quickly for the late night host, was like I was looking at Jimmy Fallon and uh, Colbert. And they started out, they had like one day or so where it was no audience. There was just the producers. And they were like, okay, you know, we're going to do this every day without an audience. And literally, like, the next, they were like, just kidding, we're going on hiatus. Uh, it was, you know, the, to me, the shows worked without a yeah. audience, without a laugh track. Because kind of, so. if you think about it, it's kind of like when you watch a YouTube video and you watch a YouTube personality talk. And, they're, you know, it's basically just them talking to the camera. And you have no feedback or no audience feedback like us. Right? Yeah. Uh, well, we're at least we have fine. each other. <laughs> um, but it... The the wrestle thing though is interesting because the crowd gives an atmosphere to it. So while you're smack talking somebody, yes. kind of want to hear the crowd like roaring and all that. That was hilarious to me because <laughs> if you isolate, I, I encourage everyone to look up this clip. But if you isolate the audience from the whole, you know, SmackDown, you know, let's talk and all that stuff, they sound like trained professional, you know, um, <laughs> actors, fine, fine Shakespearean actors. So it was really funny. It's like, oh, these guys really mastered their craft uh but to get back to the point i think that these places will have to reevaluate uh within like the next week or within by the end of the month Absolutely. to kind of say hey are we reopening our doors i really to me it, it it almost sounds like that doesn't need to happen i feel like nothing even seems nearly in control yet for people to be make decision to be making decisions in two weeks um, so this could really last a long, long time. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you. you know, like, it hurts me. Like I want like the wheel of time, for instance, to come out sooner rather than later, but it does like, I, I, I don't see a scenario where it's okay to come back in two weeks. It doesn't make any sense to me And yeah, I'm kind of right now. for the wrestling people, frankly, I know after a close set is enough. Like, I, I wonder if they're looking to see, like, how will this go and then find out. Yeah. So just enjoy the TV we have right now because I'm losing it pretty soon. Really, some mm-hmm. quick comments here. A great comment from Julie. I hate wrestling. My first husband was a wrestler. Ah. Hear you. I watched The Bachelor. I watched pro wrestling. Each of the best believable is the other, says Bill Duck. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Bachelor is on. Bachelorette is on hiatus too unfortunately so it's gonna be a minute <laughs> and sherry I-, I believe they're doing new supernatural episodes but like that might not last for that long yeah i'm searching this is in oh but, yeah. saturday night live as well yeah i think no, they're they are no, off indefinitely yeah oh my god yeah, yeah. It- it's gonna be well see that it-, it-, it it's almost cruel right it's like what's the best time to binge television and watch movies and things like this. It's when you're under quarantine and can't leave your house, but yeah. that's also when they can't produce anything new. Luckily mm-hmm. there is a hundred years of uh, movie history. You can like dip into in television. So we should be fine. Plenty out there to discover, but yeah. um, it's, it, it, it's going to be strange um, when we get to the point where things should have been coming out that are new and they're not. Also, yeah. obviously, we don't know how long it's going to last. Like, anywhere from, like, May through July. I don't know. Con of Thrones, by the way, is not canceling so far. They're in July. Yeah. They're still announcing yeah. guests. Um, wow. but, but I don't know. 
Like, is that yeah. just a moment and then they're going to have to come up against it? Or will this thing really have passed enough to travel by then? I certainly want to go. It's in Orlando. I want to go to the beach. <laughs> yeah, have some fun. Wait, no, Orlando is landlocked, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Sorry to break it Actually, it's in the middle of the state. It's in Florida. There's, a, there's, a, there's some lakes and swamps. Uh, but yeah, like Comic Con is, I believe it's probably like the week after Con of Thrones. Um, so they have yet to cancel. Uh, their sister convention is WonderCon in Anaheim, and that has been postponed. There are some other conventions that were coming up. I believe Emerald City Comic Con was postponed. Yes, and then right. in Boston, Ace Comic Con was postponed. And that was going to have a huge, it's going to have Ian McGregor, uh, Chris, all, whatever Chris you can imagine. They had a really big lineup. And so all these things are kind of like, oh, man. And it's, again, it's sad that it's postponed. You can't see your favorite celebrities or all those things. But again, just thinking about a mass gathering at this time just does not, it does not sound sanitary at all. Not safe. Yeah, I mean, basically, we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, as Sherry says, talk about August. Seems like a reasonable time. Oh, my mm-hmm. God, stuck in our house until August. Yeah. Just in time we'll to be in the summer. <laughs> yeah. I was um, speaking but, of, we barely even got to the, the movies on demand. Talking about oh, making yeah. our own fun. Yeah. Which uh, lots and lots of movies either being released now or being released early. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first... Big shocker surprise was Frozen 2, which Disney Plus was like, Disney said, hey, well, you know, drop it on Disney Plus. Uh, even though it was already out to rent online, they're like, yeah, we'll just make it for subscribers. Uh, Universal, I believe, was then the next one. So they've got movies like, what is this? The Invisible Man, Emma, Trolls will be coming out <laughs> on the on demand. I, I was a little scared for that movie. And then my favorite, uh, the 24th Birds of Prey is coming out on video on demand. So I can finally see it. <laughs> you know what's fun about this is that it, it might, like the, the, this has been floated. The Because studios have always been resistant, right? To like release new movies on streaming services day and date. Mm-hmm. Like they, they're very big on, we want to put them out into theaters first and yeah. then we'll put them on streaming services. But, you know, crises uh, make you do things you didn't think you'd do. And mm-hmm. now they might put up something like The Invisible, Woman, the Invisible Man, which has been out for like a couple of weeks, on yeah. streaming services, have a big hit with it. And that might make it so after it's all over, again, that's coming. Yeah. <laughs> it might be more normalized to just put out movies in theaters at the same time as they do it um, on streaming services. So yeah, this I- might be a long-term win for Netflix and company. Perhaps. Well, you know, the, the thing is that to, to note is that these are still like the video on demand. So it's like most of them probably won't be simultaneously on like subscription based like Netflix, Disney Plus, Hulu. Um, so you're probably you're going to still have to pay for it individually. But it does offer, at least for now, a nice alternative, because even though these movies came out, audiences were diminishing anyway. So it's like, hey, we got to make that yes. revenue back somehow. Um, I mean, yeah. I, yeah, I've always been, I mean, there, On Demand has been around for a while now, back in the days when we had, like, the Comcast On Demand, like, what was that, like, 15 years ago? So, right. it's always been an option. I think now they're they're seeing it, probably, you know, as more viable. But Black Widow, Black Widow has to be released in theaters. I have to see that. I have to see Milan on the big screen. <laughs> <laughs> I think they might release the new Mutants on uh, Demand. 
Just, they they should they should just drop it and run. Yeah. Please, you have to be kind to that poor movie. <laughs> yeah. We shuffled yeah. again. Take our word, please. That movie, by the way, audience, the New Mutants is a is an X Men spinoff filmed like in 2016, 15, something like that, even before, with Maisie Williams as a, a werewolf girl. I think. Yeah, it's just been strung along for years and years, and it was finally going to come out, and then a plague hit. And they couldn't put it out because of that. I so, feel so sorry. That could be nice. Not nice for those people to get some exposure. But yeah, um, I hope it ends and you all staying safe. But for yeah. the few shows that are still coming out, um, in theory, have a bigger audience. Shows like Westworld. Uh, which, yeah. Uh, which has debuted on the HBO channel, the HBO network. I watched the premiere. You've watched the first four episodes because you got them screeners. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, can I tell you what I thought of the premiere? Yes, please. I was just about to ask. Very cool. All right. <laughs> I enjoyed it. So Westworld. It's a whole new ball game. They're out of the park. Um, I thought the show needed a reset like this. I thought it was due for one. I thought the last season was got um, very kind of long-winded and uh, philosophy professor has the mic and won't give it up sort of feeling. Um, but this season, I I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I liked the new setting. I liked the acting as always. I think the aesthetics are great. I really do. Yeah. I think the, the look of the show is so cool. It's got kind of the, like, it's the future, but it's not like so, it's, it's, it's not like Jetson's future where they're like flying cars or right. anything. It's just really souped up reality. So you have mm-hmm. Dolores's, you know, like shifting, you know, pointless dress that just turns into a different dress when she walks into the hall. You have, um, you know, kind of future helicopters that don't have any whirling blades or anything, but yeah. just kind of lift up and go. And you have her. Like, I think that the best special effect, the best, the most like futuristic special effect is kind of her performance, Evan Rachel Wood. She's so good at giving this like kind of like cool, glassy, Terminator, slick exterior that is very compelling to watch. I do like her a lot the role. That's my favorite thing I think about it, just like the uh, the aesthetic imagination, what they got going on. You know, yeah. all like the little like binoculars they have that like show you all the little words and numbers people's faces. Um, <laughs> yeah. The giant pulsing robot ball in the center of Insight, the new company. I love looking at the show a lot. And I did enjoy the tone. I liked how, uh, you know, it was it was Westworld dour. It was a little gloomy. It was a little pregnant with a um, menace of the coming robot apocalypse. Always yeah. fun. I liked it. I enjoyed the yeah. new character. I liked Aaron Paul as Caleb. Um, you know, it's one episode in. I'm not going to give my heart out over to it quite yet after it was hurt last season. But I, I did enjoy the premiere. Yeah, it. you know what? To me, I feel like they threw a lot on us in the first episode. Like, the, just trying to recap it was a lot. And just like, mm. you know, some people were really just, they're like, oh, I'm just kind of here for the exposition. So, like, Who's here okay, for the this exposition? is. <laughs> well, I mean, like, their characters are like, okay, my lines are all exposition based. I got to explain this, this, yes. and that. You. I got to explain insight. I got to explain. Uh, there was some of that. Um, but yeah, it, w- it was kind of heavy in that because they're like, okay, they're trying to pivot now to being like, okay, we've got insight. There's this whole new thing, you know, kind of lurking under the surface. And 
uh, um, not Evan Rachel Wood wants to take it down, but Dolores wants to take it down. And um, at the end of the episode was when Dolores and Caleb just met. So that, yeah, so we, we didn't really get to see that dynamic between them yet, but there were a lot of interesting parallels trying to, you know, like seeing Caleb wake up every day and almost having him feel like, you know, he's stuck on a human loop. So I'm like, oh, they're trying to draw that comparison off. <laughs> so I, I told sheeple. you this already. Uh, yeah, look out, look out for a lot of uh, are we people or are we machines <laughs> messages in this. Oh, it's a deep show, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. Very deep. Coming for you philosophically. Yeah. Um, I've always thought Westworld is, is a bit heavy-handed when it comes to that stuff. Um, I, I just felt like they kind of fell down a hole last year where this you could see the strings and the metaphors that felt clever in the first season just were kind of pounded into nothingness and i just kind of got tired of them this was new i liked doing something new with it i mean they, they, there were like little things that, because the, the whole idea of the show is that it's very precise right that yeah. it's trying to tell this very you know layered story about how AI is going to rise up and destroy us. Well, we may be instruments of our own destruction, but there are like, and it it really leans on the precision of the visuals of mm-hmm. like the plot kind of unfolding in a very deliberate way. And, but, but, but there are points where I'm like, that guy just came up behind Dolores and just shocked her out. She didn't know anything, or like she killed a lot of <laughs> yeah. people. Like where yeah. are the in this future system? In this future society, no one's monitoring yeah. this. Yeah, there's some, there's some little plot holes that come up here and there, uh, but. Holes, so. <laughs> but I, you know, I would say though, I might feel a little different from you in how I perceive the first episode. To me, I wouldn't call it bad, but I th- maybe it was just like a big shock to have gone from Westworld to what's basically future world to the outside world i think that part of the appeal to me was like being in the park and just having something different and new that you know it's like okay we've never really seen what would happen if people get to make unlimited choices and have no repercussions for it so they kind of to me it definitely feels like a huge departure from the first season or at least the first episode um (laughs) for me not to say that much but (laughs) yeah i i I said this before that if i if if they could have worked it out somehow i would have loved to have seen the entire series take place into the part to maybe where the final season was like oh wow they finally escaped or they finally so but maybe that would have been a very convoluted season and (laughs) there's just so many like things about like oh well now ford's got this plan and dylan's got that plan they could only afford um, Anthony Hopkins for one season. Yeah. You can't keep for longer yeah. than that. <laughs> it's like, I'm out or throw some more cash at me. Uh, but yeah, it objectively speaking, it was a good setup to kind of tease like, it. okay, what the heck is going to happen next? There's a lot of brand new, fresh stuff to work with here. Yeah. Um, and you're right. And, and, and Julie says that uh, the Walking Dead and Outlander are good. I've heard the Walking Dead is really killing it lately. Um, yeah. So I, I might actually get back into that. We'll see what happens. We'll be talking about that. We'll have Rebecca on talk about Outlander. I wonder if we can have right. other folk on talk about like the Walking Dead stuff uh, in this new format. We'll talk to Richard. Yeah. We'll see what's possible. I might I'll have s- to watch um, the Walking Dead spinoff, World Beyond or Beyond World, World or Beyond. something. 
world beyond yeah um because i have screeners i might be doing some interviews fingers crossed so i might be able to talk about that one uh once that rolls around in a couple of weeks so i'll see still doing interviews like we have like we talked to um, a guy from westworld an actor on westworld so but that was on friday so i wonder if we're talking to the same guy (laughs) yeah yeah we we, like the day loves tech no Oh, Are you talking to Dandy Newton? How'd you get Dandy? No, just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, people are still reaching out to us about interviews, which is really awesome that, you know, celebrities are, they, they're in the comfort of their own home. They're not working right yeah, now. They it's just like a phone thing, right? I guess that's fine. Like, hey, what's going on? You What, what, what are you up to? <laughs> okay. I'm so sad though. I, I can't, I can't say too much. I did have a really, I, no, I can say it. I had an interview with someone from Mulan and that had to be pushed back. Oh, no. you know, like we don't, we don't want it to be released until right. the movie comes right. out, which I'm like, alrighty. <laughs> so See you in eight yeah. months. Yeah. <laughs> Just going to have this shelf. It's going to collect a little dust, but we'll bring it back out. <laughs> Another brief news. Um, I watched the season finale of Avenue five. That show was mediocre. Yeah. Out. I'm sorry. I watched it. I'm sorry. It exists. I don't know why it's coming back. Um, better luck next time in yeah. 2023 when we can film things again. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else you're watching, Mia? Um, I finished up, I talked about this last week, the mini series self-made with Octavia Spencer. Oh yeah. So, so good. Her and Tiffany Haddish. It's definitely one. It's only four episodes long. So it's a really quick watch. And I've also got on my list um, Spy Wars with Damian Lewis. Uh, <laughs> it's on the Smithsonian Channel. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's kind of like digging into, it's filling the, the gap because we've got no James Bond. So it's kind of like this look back on all historical moments that had to do with like spying, espionage. And I'm like, oh boy, this is, it's kind of outside of my league, but I'm watching it to do a review. And um it's yeah it's 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 historical so if you like historical stuff it's good for you (laughs) if you like david lewis (laughs) yeah pretty fun um yeah and we'll see what else on uh next week we'll be back next week of course we can end the show with a couple of plugs um (laughs) you can find us of course if you want to listen to us in podcast form on google play itunes or podcasts are available we have our Fandom Madness Tournament going on right now on Twitter. If you're a Twitter user, if you like a tweet, um, where we pit these characters from sci-fi and fantasy against each other in a March Madness-style tournament. March Madness is canceled. This is not. This is going on. This is happening. Um, yeah, that's pretty exciting, pretty interesting, pretty fun. And the Wit Club is still available. We're going to be talking about, I think, uh, some... Happy programming to balance out all the misery this month. It'll be going up very quickly. And uh, if you want to be part of that, you can buy a Whip Club t-shirt. Mia, anything else you want to sign off on before we head off for the week? Um, no, I don't think so. <laughs> stay healthy, stay sane. Yeah, exactly. Do some things for your own health. <laughs> yeah, stay sane and healthy. Two things to do. All right, everybody. We'll be back next week, Wednesday, 4 p.m., Interesting her time. Treasure of Oak Island. History Channel says, Sherry, I guess I have no choice but to do it now. I mean, I'm, I'm here at my house. I might as well watch the damn Oak Island show. I will do it. I will. Yeah. It will happen. Maybe next week when we'll be back here at 4 p.m. Central time Wednesday for more news, reviews, and devs. Devs does sound pretty good. I've heard of that. News, reviews, insights, all the good stuff. Until then, 
Have a lovely day, everybody, and stay safe. Bye, everyone. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.